when the baseball schedule came out a couple months ago, I identified a, a, an opportunity to go to Minneapolis. So um, in April, so I, so I already made my hotel reservation for that. Um, just because, you know, I, I don't even 100% know if I'm going on this trip yet, but 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 um, but I made the hotel reservation because I was I was able to find a cheap one. So so that's what's, advanced planning is like your friend. Welcome to the second to last episode of the Tickets Anywhere podcast. For the year. For the year <laughs> 2022. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm Trizzy. And I'm Leah, LA in flight. And yep, you heard that right. Second to last episode of the year. Yeah. But first, we're going to tell you a little bit about what this episode is about. Yeah, we had our really great, inspiring friend, Ed, on the episode. You guys might know him from his Instagram account, Itinerant Fan, which is... He just travels for sports, mm -hmm. like sporting events. If you guys don't know me and Leah, we are big sports fanatics. Me, basketball, Leah's hockey and soccer, mm -hmm. correct? Yes! Oh my gosh, you got it right! As I wear a Seattle Seahawks the thing. <laughs> Football, sometimes. The, well, she's Seattle through and through, still rep Seattle sports, Yes, right? We've yes. mentioned that in previous episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Mia, more like sport-based, really into the World Cup, which I'm so excited that it's starting in a few weeks. Time of recording, we are in the first week of November, so World Cup is coming Ooh, up soon. Yeah, we talk up. a little bit about it with Ed and really his best advice for traveling really anywhere in the world um, on, on attending sporting events, best practices, mm -hmm. what to bring, what not to bring, how to get there best time to look for tickets, all kinds of advice that he has for people who are looking to travel more or travel to their favorite events. He's been to a couple World Cups. He's a huge hockey fan. Mm -hmm. He really, he has been to almost all, he's been to so many stadiums yeah. in the U.S., he's a lot of stadium to, tours. Like, Olympic games too. Yes, Olympics. Yeah. Which is wild. I don't know how anyone gets tickets to the Olympics, honestly. I, I know a bunch of friends. I'm like, how? <laughs> Isn't it a lot? Because it's a lotto system. Yeah. You need, you need the plug, I guess. <laughs> which Ed is. Yes. Which is why we think if you're a sports fan or even a concert goer, I asked him advice for, we're local to LA, right? I asked him advice for on how to get to the forum and he gave me some great tips. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to go to a big sporting or music event soon, this is the episode for you. That's right. Mm -hmm. And like we mentioned, since we are the second to last episode of 2022 here, just a reminder, we are taking December off. We'll be working behind the scenes really hard for you. We're not doing any new episode drops. And we would love for you to share your favorite episode this year with a friend. It helps us get noticed and it helps us um, and you share the love that we have for travel, share our knowledge. And you know, we love nothing more and appreciate nothing more than you being a part of our community and sharing our our wealth. We love sharing our wealth and knowledge with y'all. So please share your favorite episode with your friend. Check out all the episodes we've come out with this year. Don't forget we are on YouTube as well. And what's coming up? We'll be back in January, 2023. With some big changes. Big changes. Big changes. So <laughs> keep along, follow along, and thank you again for all your support throughout this whole year of 2022 and even previous years too. Yeah, this is our, we're a little over three years into Ticket to Anywhere. 
Three yes, years. Three years. It doesn't even, I don't feel like it feels no that long. Yeah, seriously. Right? It's I don't like we just like, started this year, earlier this I year. I know, I feel like, well, we made a lot of really good changes this year and got so consistent with everything. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know about our consistency, you should know that we <laughs> drop an episode every other Wednesday besides December's. <laughs> yeah, besides December. <laughs> but vacation we're days. really proud of that. So every other Wednesday, um, be sure to find us. And with that said, I mean, I just wanted to let you know on the day of filming, uh, Starbucks dropped their holiday menu. <laughs> so my drink of choice for today is the iced sugar cookie almond milk latte. Yum. Yeah, it's really good. It's very subtle. Mm. Um, and I'm a fan of holiday and flavored drinks. So that is my drink of choice to keep me awake as we as we get into this episode. Can you adjust like the sweetness? Oh, 100%. Level? Oh, I always can. ask oh, okay. like, well, for this one, like I said, is really subtle. So it's not that sweet. But okay. other ones like peppermint vanilla, for example, mm, yeah. always ask for that half sweet. You can absolutely adjust sweetness. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I was mm-hmm. like, because I know when I order boba, I could adjust it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> I mean, you can't do, I know when you order boba, you can't do like a quarter sweet at Starbucks. That's kind of weird. Gotcha. But you could at least do half sweet, which helps. Okay. However, you can. So. Now let's get into coffee mechanics. But this is probably good for those that don't know this. And if you've been watching or listening to the show, you know that I'm a huge coffee fan. I love coffee shops, love supporting small business. But if you know a recipe is like, say, three pumps vanilla and three pumps of caramel, Mm -hmm. you could say, hey, I just want one pump of vanilla, one pump of caramel. Okay. So if you know how they make it, right. you can adjust it that way as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good to know. I yeah. mean, not for me, but for all, for, coffee. For all you coffee lovers yes, out yes. there. And exactly. then for the tea lovers, what do we got today? Okay. Well, in my lovely ember cup that I have, Ooh. I love this cup. This is my road trip cup. Um, I just have a peach oolong from Percolate. Yum. Yeah, I love a peach oolong though. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. It's light. You know, it's in the evening. I didn't want to really go super, super dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, peach oolong is like the good balance. Well, cheers to that. Well, cheers to Ed. Cheers to you for hanging out with Ticket to Anywhere. And cheers to this episode. This is Leah and Trizzy, and we are two voices, two views, and two ways to adventure from anywhere. We prioritize travel in our lives, and we both travel very differently. Every other Wednesday, we drop episodes featuring the coolest travelers around the globe, local business owners, community episodes from you, and of course, us, your resident travel lovers. This is Ticket to Anywhere podcast. Watch us on YouTube or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Safety Wing is the world's first international travel medical insurance developed to meet the needs of entrepreneurs and remote workers traveling or living abroad worldwide. The Safety Wing Nomad Insurance includes both travel and travel medical insurance, which includes coverage for any travel delays, lost checked bags, emergency response, and natural disasters, plus coverage and access to qualified global network of hospitals and doctors for unexpected medical problems and accidents, and any emergency medical evacuations. You can sign up for Nomad Insurance even if your trip is already happening, or sign up in advance by selecting a future start date. For only $42 per four weeks, you can be covered under Safety Wing and its Nomad Insurance. Click the link in our description for more info and to sign up. Safe travels! We got Ed, aka Itinerant Fan, in the building. Ed, thank you for joining us. How you doing? Good, thanks for having me. 
Go ahead and introduce yourselves for those who don't understand what itinerant fan means. Yeah, so um, my my gig is uh, sports travel. So as my name my name is Ed Delafuente. Um, so I run a site called Itinerant Fan. It's a sports travel guide for fans who like to travel to to see their teams play or just are motivated by sports to to want to travel. I started it because of my own goal of wanting to see the four quote unquote major sports leagues in in North America: the Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, and NHL. Um, I'm trying to see every game or every home game for every team in all of those leagues. Um, and so I'm motivated by that. And I, I wanted to create a site to help other people do something similar. Um, and so, and, and, you know, beyond just the sports part of it or being a fan of, of a team or, or a sport, just wanted to inspire people to get out of the house more and um, see, you know, use sports as a, as a, their sports fandom as kind of a motivation to just get out there and, and see more of the world. So that's, the point of my site. I love it too, because I, I read a few of your blogs and I find it extremely helpful, especially when you're traveling for an event, but that's one thing to add on your itinerary. It's everybody's so used to seeing this landmark or going to this restaurant, but they don't even think about squeezing in like a sporting event, which in every city, every country, there's always like one big team that they want to cheer on and stuff like that so you definitely inspired me to kind of do more of that in my travels and I've done that in the the past few recent travels I've been to supporting the WNBA mainly but um yeah I've I've loved your content I loved all your stories and all your tips and stuff so we're super excited to have you on to share a little bit more of your experience through that. So I was thinking about this on my drive up here, Ed, like you are very much destination based as far as like an event to go to, a sporting event to go to. But are you, do you ever do any of the type of travel where you're like, wow, I found a great deal, like a $300 round trip ticket to Scotland. I'm going to jump on it and then find sporting events afterwards. Oh yeah. A few times. Um, you're right in that a lot of times it's it's you know I'm motivated by by a specific destination, but there there have been a couple instances where the destinations come for or or there's a, a different reason for me to do something, and the sports comes later. Uh, and and you know to be frank, sometimes the 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 reason why I do the sports is just so that I have something to write about, you know, content. <laughs> True. <laughs> I went to Hawaii last year, and I was supposed to be. Um, that was just supposed to be a vacation. My wife was already there. And, and uh, so I was like, I jumped on a cheap flight. I flew out there and I was like, okay, I'm going to spend a week here. Just enjoy, you know, the beach and the food and all that other stuff. And then I got, or no, the day before I got there, my wife's like, you know, there's a PGA golf tournament going on uh, here this weekend. And I had no idea. So I was like, uh, cause you know, I mean, I mean, I, you know, I'm okay with golf, but like, I'm not a huge fan, but so, um, so, I, so, I flew out there and I knew like the first day I was going to be there that um, my wife was going to be busy. So I was, it was, I was going to be left to my own devices. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to this golf tournament, <laughs> um, bought a cheap ticket. There was like a, a, a deal there. And so, you know, I went there and had, had a nice afternoon and then wrote about it. So, um, so yeah, that's definitely something that I, that I've, I've done. You know, I do a lot of travel for sports. You just don't, or that that's nothing to do with sports. Yeah. (laughs) Wind up not writing about it. So, um, ah, okay. Yeah, for sure. Props to your wife for letting her husband go to a sporting event on their vacation. (laughs) (laughs) 
she was busy. She she this was a, a business trip for her. She she was part of a project. Ah, gotcha. So she was busy. So um so <laughs> I I had I had to find a way to entertain myself for the for the day. And that's that's what I chose to do. That's really cool. Okay, so when you go on these trips, coffee or tea? Uh let's see. Uh, you know, I would would have absolutely said tea, but like um, I'm starting to go a little bit more coffee these days. So I'm not- oh, wow. Man. It's never too late to come to the dark side, Ed. Yeah. Never. <laughs> I, I used to be like hardcore about trying to stay away from caffeine because um, I just like the way, you know, you, you, if you stay away from caffeine long enough, like, and then you, and then you splurge, like it makes you feel terrible. So like um, mm-hmm. I've tried to stay away, but more, more and more these days, I'm like, you know what? I'll just have a little bit and I'll just have a little bit more. And so like now <gasps> this- I'm trying to get into <laughs> I'm starting to get a little more into coffee and it keeps me, you know, and I do uh, appreciate the benefits of, in that. It like just kind of keeps you going, get that little yeah. extra push to get you across the finish line sometimes. So, um, but, you know, in moderation. I love it. Did you hop on to coffee like cold turkey or you kind of moderately throughout the Very, uh, yeah, yeah. Very like, you know, dip a toe into the water sort of thing. Like I'll just have like, a, and I, you know, start off with like that really sugary stuff that you get at like mm-hmm. Starbucks coffee bean or whatever and then like but now i'm starting to get okay i've started hanging out with enough people like no you gotta do you gotta pay attention to where the beans are coming from and also you know so i'm like okay fine like i'll listen to you yeah i'm starting to get into that world a little bit okay you would have loved bali then where i was a few months ago where i was like literally beans but then i also went to a local soccer game which was so cool and ed and i chatted about that in the Instagram DMs for a hot second because it was like a last minute invite for me and I sat VIP seats, which literally there was no difference. Like the seats were yellow and the regular seats were red. <laughs> I'm like, what's so VIP about these seats? But it the energy was so insane. And only one, there was only one Balinese person on the team or it was wow. Bali United, which is crazy. I know it's a little like, I don't know if it's sad, but everyone else was a foreigner or from a different island in Indonesia. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Ed, you just recently took a trip to London and you got to see one of the biggest football franchises, right? Uh, three of them, actually. Um, three of so, them? Um, yeah. What? To the point to try to squeeze um, as many as I could into this two-week time frame. And nice. uh, at the start of the season, they they were only playing on the weekends, so I knew so I was going to be there for two weekends. So I knew that I had only had um, that's the Saturday and Sunday of the first weekend, and then the Saturday of the second weekend. So I just chose um, what was available to me. So I got to see um, Tottenham Hotspur, uh, and then went up to Manchester the next day to see Manchester United, and then uh, Arsenal the following weekend. So I got three out of wow. Um, yeah, you know, what they call, I guess the, in the Premier League, they call, they have the, the big six, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the more important. So I got three of them. Um, uh, I didn't a get a lot of check boxes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, I mean, I don't want to, like, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily, you know, motivated by um, like, you know, the big clubs because, you know, there are plenty of other um, teams and, st- and stadiums or grounds, as they call it in England, worth, worth seeing. It's just, um, you know, again, it's like content. So like, um, mm-hmm. I know that, that people will want to read about um, man going to see Manchester United or, or, or Arsenal. So I made it a point to, to try to prioritize that. And um, 
the stars, the stars kind of aligned um, in that I would see those. Um, you know, had had it had they not aligned, then I would have tried tried to make the best of it and, and go see um, whatever was available. But those two really worked out, so I was really happy about that. So I have a question about that. When you <clears throat> write about international things, I, I'm assuming that most of your audience is American or North American. So when you write about, because the Premier League is like soccer was invented in England, right? Football, excuse me for those listening. Football, soccer was invented in England. It's massive. They take it very seriously over there. Do you write it in the lens of like, this is how to get to a Man U game as an American or like what to expect as an American at like a man, where are you at? Man U or Man City? Okay. Man United, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. So do you title it that way and make it very specific or is it like the information applicable to everyone? Because I can imagine as a maybe like not necessarily a local, like a Londoner, but someone from a different part of England would probably have a different experience than someone say from like California. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, definitely um, from an American point of view, because because I'm an American, so you know I try to make no bones about that. Um, but but maybe a little broader than that, and and just say that you're a visitor, because um, because yeah, if you're if you're a diehard fan, you, you'll know you, you'll know a lot of things that I won't know, and that's you know I, I'm not going to sit here and, and try to claim that I know things that that the the diehard fan of a team would know, um, but. Um, yeah, I try to make it appeal to visitors. Like, um, so okay. it, uh, I make it a point. So if you're an American, um, and I may don't explicitly write that, um, but I do say like, you know, if you're come, if you're visiting Manchester or if you're visiting England, um, then, then this is what you might want to know. Um, okay. Cause, cause yeah. Cause I think like uh, if, you know, take it, take me, I, I'm a huge LA Kings fan, as you know, I don't really write for diehard fans because they, they uh, of a certain team anyway, because they, um, you know, I expect them to know more than I do. So mm. uh, the, the, they don't need a guide to tell them what, um, how, you know, how to get around their favorite venue. So um, right. how to see their favorite team play, at least at least if they've been there, you know, hundreds of times, because uh, um, the point I was making as a Kings fan, I know that Staples Center or, or now Crypto.com Arena, I know that arena back and forth like um like i i know where all the exits are and all that stuff because i've been there so many times so i don't I, I don't need i'm not going to read a site like mine to to figure out what the best thing to do is there but if you've never been there before and you don't live in la and and you know you want to plan a trip because for some reason you're, you're you know you're a huge kings fan but you live somewhere else and and you've decided this is the year i'm going to go to los angeles i'm going to go see the kings um for the first time i need to know what I need to do to make this like the best experience. That's that's where I come in. That's where I'm trying to fulfill people's expectations on. So that's and that's what you know. Love it. I try to inspire people. Like hopefully, once they if they read my side, they go. They're even more inspired to go. I'm going to make this trip. Mm -hmm. um, so if I achieve that, then I feel like I've done my job. Yeah, everybody always needs that extra push, like your coffee does to you. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the sports game in general is usually very expensive. I mean, if you catch like the major teams, Lakers, yeah. even though they're not doing that great, still an expensive ticket, right? So what what tips or any advice do you have on to make these traveling for sport games affordable for people? Um, yeah, so I have a few. Um, one thing, a lot of people get caught up in wanting to see 
like good games or like the best, you know, championship games or like playoff games or that sort of thing. Um, I tend to stay away from that. Get your run of the mill, <laughs> middle of the regular season sort of game that that like not a lot of people uh, are like, you know, so that lowers the demand and thus lowers the price of tickets. Um, also lowers the price of hotels and and uh, things around town because um, usually hotels are savvy enough to jack up their rates when when there's a big event going on. So you avoid that too. Um, second for tickets, um, I try to buy as early as possible. That's what I did for the um, these these matches in England. Go through the team. Um, you you can also find do things like mine social media for like discount codes and things like that. Depending on depending on the team and the demand, you can usually find deals or like presale presale codes like that that sort of thing to get um, different discounts on tickets and things like that. Go buy as early as possible. Like um, mm -hmm. I I look for like on sale dates, especially like in the NFL, for example. They they um you, you know usually the schedule's released in April, and so somewhere around May or somewhere around there they'll they'll start putting on sale dates on there. So, so if you're able to buy at face value, you can avoid the whole, you know, having to buy on the secondary market. And usually the, 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 um, the rates are, are expensive. Uh, same thing for hotels. When, when leagues put out schedules, I'll look at that right away and go, okay, I think I'm going to try to go to this, this, and this, and yes. I'll, um, reserve a hotel or immediately, you know, and make sure, make sure it's refundable, make sure, make yeah. sure I cancel it by a certain time. Um, so, and just, you know, yeah, uh, so that I lock in a, a rate before they decide, before they get wise to it, and and go, oh, you know, there's a big event going on this weekend. I mean, we're going to make the rates more, much more expensive for that weekend. So, um, and then if it falls through, I cancel it. So, like, you know, when the baseball schedule came out a couple months ago, I identified a, a, an opportunity to go to Minneapolis. So, um, in April, so I, so I already made my hotel reservation for that. Um, nice. Just because, you know, I, I don't even 100% know if I'm going on this trip yet, but I'll right. But um, but I made the hotel reservation because I was I was able to find a cheap one. So so that's mm -hmm. advanced planning is like your friend. Like um, I think that's the case in all, in a lot of different aspects of travel, but in sports definitely. Yeah, that's that's so key. And what I just learned too, for anybody, if it's concerts or if it's for events, Ticketmaster is partnered with Delta. So you can link up Ooh. your Ticketmaster account and start earning Delta points with it for every dollar you spend. I actually did not know that. That's a great tip. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to find. Yeah. You got to look I it did up. not know that either. Yo, yeah. Why is Delta? Everyone's Delta's partner. running it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm a big fan of Delta Delta. If you hear this, I'm a, I've always been a fan of you. Always since 2013, at least. <laughs> I believe Delta's partner with Lyft too. You can get like points. Yeah. Um, Lyft mm -hmm. and Starbucks recently as of last week. Yes. Okay. It's a big one. <laughs> Should we go down Get the you... list again? Airbnb, Turo. <laughs> <laughs> Those are really great tips. And yeah. I've experienced, um, yeah, I don't think I've really gone to any playoff games and things like that. But when I do go, I love to do the sweets. So how do you feel about sweets? Um, so I used to be kind of hardcore about like, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not fancy. Like, like, I, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, those are for people who are like 
not serious about the game and they just want to be for the experience. No, no, I'm like, yeah. I go party in the suites. I don't so, pay attention to the game when I'm in a right. suite. Right. So I used to, you know, I mean, but that's kind of gatekeeping, right? That's kind of like, you know, being snobby about the experience. Mm-hmm. And I get, you know, I've un- come to understand that like people ultimately people go to these things to be entertained. And and mm-hmm. how how what that looks like to to people is is different mm-hmm. for everybody. So um yep. You know, so recently, I, uh, or last season, I, I went to a Kings game in the suite. And um, and it was actually uh, not the suite. It was like kind of like the club level. Like uh, it was called the high mm. lounge, lounge area. So, right. so mm-hmm. I sat with, with with five friends on a couch watching this. First time I ever watched a live <laughs> from a couch. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we got, um, we drank a lot. We spent a lot of money on on food and alcohol and all that, and I don't remember that the Kings lost by six goals because I had time, <laughs> um, and and with hanging out with my friends and um, you know the whole experience drink, drinking a lot, yeah, and feeling like mm-hmm. feeling like I did you know it's it, it was like a special experience like yeah that I mean I know I'm not going to do very often, but you know if I'm going to do it, then I'm going to go all out and splurge and and like frankly, if you do something like that and you sit there for three hours zoned in on watching the game, you're not really getting the most out of the the thing that you just spend a ton of money on. So you should not be paying attention to the game all the time. You should be walking around and, and experiencing like the club level stuff. You should be like buying a lot of 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 alcohol and and food and stuff like that and enjoying the everything that's there to offer. You know, so. So it is an I love that mentality because now you're also speaking to the people who go to games for the atmosphere. Like how many people were at your birthday for the Sparks Trizzy because they just like crew. wanted to be in the suite and eat nachos, exactly. right? Yeah, like it was a whole crew. Now you're 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 reaching all sides of the, you know, mm-hmm, spectrum here with like, yeah. Yeah. And uh just FYI. The WNBA LA Sparks, their sweet tickets are very, very cheap and affordable. So um, I suggest you guys look into that and support the WNBA. If not, regular regular season tickets, regular seat tickets are affordable as well. So don't forget to support female athletes as well. Heck yes. yeah! I like the I like the Sparks experience. They 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 do a good job. What I've really heard, um, if, if you've ever been to Vegas to do the Aces, I I haven't seen the Aces. Dude, yet. I went. Didn't this you just year. do that? Yeah, yeah, I just did that. It was Sue Bird's last regular season game, and so okay. I had to catch her in the Vegas, uh, Vegas game. And Vegas, if you think LA Sparks is fun, Vegas is another oh level. <laughs> That's what I've heard, yeah, it's so fun, and their attendance—they always like just keep breaking their own records in in every single. Wow, game. yeah, helps that they win like crazy. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, they wow. got a squad there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, I have a question: Are you a big like um, sports book, like casino watching, sports bar fan as well? Like, if you don't go to the games, or do you like to? watch from the comfort of your home um well if i'm in vegas i'll do that um yeah i've spent um i've spent time in vegas just like watching like an nfl sunday from from a sports book and i'm not a huge gambler at all but like um but i do think that's an experience i think that's Mm -hmm. also i also think that's something that you should do before before vegas got an nfl team i always said you if 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 you're not going to be at a game on a on an NFL day. You should go to Vegas and like just because you'll see all sorts of people and you know wearing their jerseys and stuff like that and just hanging mm-hmm. out at the sports books. I don't think you even have to bet to have a good time. No, you, know, you just have you sit there watching, you know, 
12 screens with mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff on there and and you know you know um get drinks and and some food every once in a while and like you know uh, and to me that 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 and one of the things i haven't done is um uh, march madness the ncaa basketball oh. tournament from the sports book because i hear that is like the ultimate experience mm-hmm. at the sports book so um so yeah i mean that's kind of all it, it I know people have uh, some people have uh, reservations about gambling, but like um, to me, that's like kind of a quintessential sports experience because you know you're 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 gathering with a bunch of people, strangers, and like you know kind of um, commiserating over this this shared experience. Uh, uh, so that's the, that's kind of the spirit of what I try to do. And and you know, I mean, again, if you're not going to watch a game live, then this is probably the next best thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's part of another like atmosphere. I think the sporting atmosphere in general is just so like exciting to me. I rather do that than go to the Las Vegas clubs. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's why uh, that's why I always tell people like you know even if you don't go to a, an event, just like watching how a city reacts to to things oh, yeah. going on, like if there's a championship event or something like that, just watching a city go bananas over it is kind of a, good, a cool travel experience in itself. So, you know, I mean, timing it, t- yeah, I don't think too many people time uh, their trips around sports if they're not actually going to see something. But, you know, like being in uh, a country that's in, that happens to be playing in the World Cup final or something like that, like, you know, um, just being a part of that and watching, watching the, you know, the, the city and all that just, you know, so good. how it changes. Yeah, it's just, just to me, it's a, it's a, it's a cool travel experience that, that I think people can, can experience and appreciate even if they don't care about sports i'm actually going to be going to doha qatar next oh, week for, oh, a, yeah. for, a, oh for a layover gosh. and uh, i'm super excited just to see how the the city is like the town is like the country you're gonna so, be there right before the right World before Cup it starts yeah okay. oh, that's yeah. gonna be that wild be amazing yeah and yeah. who are your teams in the world cup uh well I mean I that obviously I like to see the U.S. do well um but I, I don't know I don't know if I have a a a team that I want to see like oh, actually yeah. win the whole thing I just think you know I just wanted to to see a good tournament um and see some of the stars do well like I have a friend I have a friend who's Argentinian so, uh, um so he wants to see Messi win and Argentina win so like um yeah that was my costume last we're filming this the day after Halloween <laughs> and my costume last night. I was just an Argentine national footballer because I was already wearing the jacket all day. So I was ah. like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And World Cup is always good with like the um, what are they called? Not the blowouts, but like the when the underdog wins, or you know what I mean? Upsets, upsets. Yes, the upset. I'm like, what is that called? The upsets. It's always fun to see those. Yeah. A few years back when Los Angeles hosted the NBA All-Star Game around the city. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. I got to go to a few All-Star events and, you know, bumped into Horace Grant. So you get to see the stars kind of come out to those those daytime events, not even just nighttime events. So I love big events outside of the game sometimes. So And also with these big events, especially in major cities in New York, LA, Las Vegas, you come across a lot of heavy traffic, whether it be foot traffic or just cars. What tips do you have for people going to games 
um, for them to make it on time and not to like miss first quarter or like the first half or stuff like that. Um, well, my first tip is never drive. Um, if, uh. if, if you can avoid it, if you can avoid it. I mean, some, some places are, are so are kind of, you have to, but, um, I, I try never to drive part, part of it is like, you know, wanting to be on a budget and, and parking tends to be a, um, a major expense for people, but, um, um, you know, um, planning is a, a big thing. So, so I, um, it's funny you mentioned that because in, in Manchester, we nearly missed the kickoff of that match because we were running late. Um, cause we were trying to get from London to Manchester that morning. Oof. Uh, yeah. And for some, yeah, they happen to have train strikes over the summer. Uh, I'm sure everyone's, oh. everyone heard about that. And, and like, um, so they, so the, the, we were going to leave on an 8 a.m. train and um, it's a three hour ride and um, they canceled the train we were supposed to be on. Um, so um, actually, let me take that back. They, they didn't cancel the train we were supposed to be on. They, they canceled the train right before it. So all those oh. people had to um, jam onto the train we were on and it turned out to be uh, first come, first serve. And we were not, um, we were near Prioritized. the back. <laughs> yeah. And so we wound up not getting on that train because it was too crowded. Um, but the second one was still crowded and we ended up sitting like in the vestibule and all this other stuff. So like, um, so we we got there an hour later than we wanted to. Um, and so uh, we still had to drop our stuff off at the hotel. So we did that. And then um, in the end, we were, we, were, we were trying to, we were scrambling. We had less than an hour to get to Old Trafford, which is only about two miles outside of down, downtown or the city center of Manchester but so we ended up taking a cab um and the cab dro dropped us off right before you know you know about half a mile away when we were able to walk up and and still experience everything we wanted to experience but um that wasn't ideal um so so we had a little curveball thrown at us and so um at, at at some point you start saying okay what's more important to me like saving money or getting to the match on time and so we, we we said you'll spend the extra to get get to the match on time. Um, yeah, um, I, I try to rely on public transit really, um, and um, you know I think it, especially if you're um, this isn't hard for for people who are, are like want the experience of going to a, a stadium or seeing a game for the first time, um, they get there early. Um, so that's why I, I make it a point to get there as early as I can. Um, and just kind of walk around and experience the the whole thing. So pretty basic, but like, you know, I think that's, you know, it's, it, it's like going to any other tourist attraction. Like you can go at a time that's that's super busy and, and wait in a big line, or you can, if it's really that important to you, you can find a, another time that works better for you to, for you to accomplish what you want to accomplish. And so people will go early in the morning or whatever. So, um, so, you know, getting there as early as possible and not doing what I did and trying to get to the city the day of the match <laughs> is um, th those are probably the, the best tips I can give. That's cool. Yeah, I know SoFi Stadium, the pink line or the K line, the Metro has opened up in Inglewood. Um, it doesn't go all the way to LAX just yet, but know that it is operating and it gets you close enough to the SoFi Stadium. That's great. Great to hear. Mm -hmm. um i seen that running and i was like oh let me try that one day because yeah. i know S sofi stadium parking is like a hundred dollars which is crazy yeah. oh yeah my my brother-in-law just went to a game the niners game the other day and it was like 90 bucks actually 
for LA locals, I'm going to see Lizzo at the forum, which I heard is across from SoFi. And like, I live very far. So do you have any tips for me on parking at the forum for a Lizzo concert that starts at like 6 p.m. on a Friday? On a Friday. <laughs> the the forum isn't quite, you know, I mean, because it holds like, you know, only about the fifth, the the capacity of SoFi Stadium. So you're probably okay. not going to get a ton of traffic but i did i have gone to a couple concerts at the forum and you just kind of want to avoid um prairie avenue which is the main drag that goes up there because okay. that that gets kind of jammed with with people but um if you kind of approach from a different direction like manchester mm -hmm. from the east or crunch uh yeah crenshaw is the kind of the next north south street over so if you want to like e exit there and come up that way Perfect. Um, kind of avoid prairie. Avoid prairie at all costs. Avoid prairie. Okay, for all you LA locals or forum goers that are coming out soon, hot tip. No, that's so <laughs> key because I've never been to a show at the forum, you know, so thank you. <laughs> I parked there once and it wasn't as bad as I thought. They actually have a better syst parking system than um, SoFi right now because I think SoFi okay. is just kind of Figuring, figuring themselves out. out. Yeah. So for sure. For yeah. Sure. I like the farm but, for concerts. Yeah. It, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's okay. Yellow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm too excited. Bad. What is the hardest question you've ever gotten from someone? About, about travel or period? <laughs> uh, period. I mean, like about what you, you know, about your content, about travel, about traveling for sports. Um, I don't know. That, that's an interesting question because, um, I mean, maybe there hasn't been a hard one yet, you know? <laughs> maybe, yeah, I don't know. There's been a, a, a hard one. I, I think there's there's been one, you know, maybe about things that I ha actually haven't done. Oh, yeah, um, that makes sense, yeah. You know, um, or things that maybe I want to do um, because I, I, I get um, the... A lot of questions I get, and a lot of people who who read my site are like aspirational, like um, wanting to, to, to say... Um, and I actually got this question the other day, like... Um, someone who wants to go see every major league ballpark in one season um or every one you know, they, season yeah <laughs> all, all 30 of them yeah or, or they want to do you know um you know some sort of like long you know really that that's beyond the parameters like what i can do in with everything that's going on in my life so it's not something i've ever experienced so mm -hmm. yeah something like that like you know I'm, I'm truthful with them i say like you know i've never done anything like that but mm -hmm. you know um, but but I'll tell you that I would love to, and here's what I would do if I went about it. Um, and you know, um, and I always try to give everyone the 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 caveat of like you know, I've never actually done this, or this is my experience. Your experience might be different, like you know, and just mm -hmm. say like, you know, all of this is kind of part of the journey. Like you know, you, you kind of have to take this, take everything I tell you with a grain of salt, and like kind of tailor it to your own desires and 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 tastes and experiences and, and wants and you know so um you know if i tell you well i think you should rent an rv and uh you know try to do this all in a month to save save um money or whatever like you know you may that might be useful advice to you or or you might say say i don't want to do that i want to spend six months doing it and you know go to three or four places come back home go to three or four more places go come back home and all that so you know um but as long as I, I, I you know, I, I think as long as I can give you sort of useful advice or like, you know, things that maybe you weren't thinking of before, um, based on the experiences I've had, then I think, you know, then I think I could, it could still be useful to people. So um, um, I guess that's how I would approach it. 
Um, tra travel can be all sorts of different things to all sorts of different people. I think like all advice is helpful, but in the end, you know, you know what you, you mm -hmm. like. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, one more question before the T2A, Q2A. With all the stadium and all the arenas that you've been to, which one has your favorite foods? Oh boy, um, that, that's a good one. Um, so baseball tends to have um, the best food because um, uh, what I like, um, but but every uh, I should say baseball tends to have the best food, but but all the other leagues are catching up. Like uh, the, the, it's a, um, it's a, the, I, I think most stadiums have realized like the food is a big attraction to people, so um, they try to make sure that mm -hmm. like they, they step up their game. Because I've I've been to arenas where the food is just awful, and they'll come back three or four years later, and I'm like, oh, this wasn't here before. This is actually pretty good, you know. So um, so you can still tell everyone's kind of stepping up their game. Ba have you been to Bank of California yet? I have not been there. Oh, been there. it's like LA through or Southern California through and through Mexican and Korean food. Lots of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've heard. I, I keep hearing from people that the experience is good. I, I was really it bummed is. out because uh, someone invited me to an Angel City match um, over the summer and I couldn't go. I was really bummed out. Um, oh. So, um, yeah, next next season, hopefully uh, either LAFC or Angel City, one of those two. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I think like. Um, um one of my favorite things to do is to just walk around a stadium looking at at all the different concession stands to see um what what they've got and, and i try to you know I, i'm one of those like kind of food snobs in that if i if i'm visiting someplace i, I try to to get food that is that i can't easily get back home yeah um, you know or that's like you know something that's like some unique to the experience of that particular city and more and more stadiums are doing a good job of like representing that um so um so I, I'm I'm you know I was just in uh Cincinnati and um the they um Cincinnati is a pretty interesting and, and somewhat unique food um scene so like um the the Bengals stadium which I went, I went and saw the Bengals there um so I made sure like you know that they have like hot dogs there but they also have something called um a met m-e-t-t -T, which is um you know a different type of sausage and i made it was like you know I'm, I'm like i'm not really into hot dogs in general but i was like you know i'm gonna get this and i was like this is slightly elevated over hot dogs but it's like pretty good you know and i can now say i had a met right like you know so um so i try to find like little experiences like that um ballparks tend to have really good the, the, the like you know city field in new york they have like all sorts of like great food experiences there like you know i mean they had shake shack before shake shack was like super popular nice um, they had wow um, they have like you know um gourmet burgers there and like lobster rolls and and um risotto balls and and like the sort of like fancy stuff that you wouldn't get at you wouldn't expect to find at a stadium so um like i like to find experiences like that um the ballpark in san francisco oracle park um has like nice they also have like crab rolls and like a jerk chicken Ooh, and, yum. and um i even found um i even found a filipino food stand there if you ever go to a giants game they had a filipino food stand. It, is it syrup shop um no um it oh. wasn't um but um <laughs> oh syrup shop at chase center is that chase yeah center? yeah, they're yeah. But, I believe, but i believe they had some relation to it it, it, it wasn't advertised as that but um it but oh it, yeah i believe the the people behind that had some sort of relation to to the stand but it had had lumpia and um yeah like um 
but it, it said like um the the stand like it said you know for for people who don't know what lumpia is like it said like you know filipino egg rolls or something yeah like that. hard to say like um if i could if i had to narrow it down to just one like that's i have to go through yeah i figured it's tough <laughs> <laughs> but cool they sound all great and i am hungry Mm -hmm. so i'm about to take a big old bite after this interview (laughs) so we're gonna jump into the t2a q2a the ticket to anywhere quick to answer segment four questions in the first one what is your ritual routine upon arriving in any city any country take a picture um like just the very first thing i find that is like that screams out the the place I'm at uh, sometimes that's at, at the airport sometimes you have to leave the airport to do that or sometimes you have mm-hmm. to you know, get into the city um I like snapping pictures out of my hotel room just to or, or wherever I'm staying just to like see you know um just to get that like unique picture but I always like try to get that like thing that like screams I'm someplace new yeah and so I, I feel like picture taking is the new um uh, souvenir buying like uh, I feel like people, people buy and I certainly buy fewer souvenirs these days because I think feel like pictures are the new souvenir back back when you had to do everything with your camera and you weren't sure what picture you were getting um, you you had to buy things to make sure you, you you had some sort of proper representation just in case like your roll of film blew up or something like that but now mm-hmm. that you, now that you can take like 500 pictures with no restrictions I feel like you know those are those are your memories and so people uh, people are less apt to buy souvenirs and that's kind of that's how I feel about it. So I like, I, I like take pictures as, as quickly as I can. Love it. All right. What else are you besides an itinerant fan? Um, let's say uh, just talking about food. I like to do the food thing. Like um, I, I try to, um, as I said, try to find unique food experiences there. Um, I'm a hockey player. I um, and a big hockey fan. I mean, beyond being a fan of the team, I, I actually play in the league. Uh, we call it beer league because it's a bunch of like um, older older people. Um, it's co-ed. There, there's some there's some women there, but it's it's mostly you know uh, guys who you know uh, were probably athletes a long time ago and trying to relive those glory days. And and um, um, so I so I play. I used to play. Um, I used to play, play the guitar a lot. Not so much anymore. And um, uh, but I'm trying to get back into it. And uh, and I'm a dad to a, a little seven-year-old scamp who um, keeps me on my toes. And I'm trying to get her more into um, traveling and seeing different stadiums. So um, um, so I've got her. So she's becoming more and more of a travel partner for me. That's awesome. Cool. Love it. So with that said, why do you travel? Um, because I think the seeing being in uh, your own city all the time is really boring. And um <laughs> want to be able to to experience new things you know i mean you, um if you're a big sports fan you see a lot of you know you you see a lot of of games on tv that are taking place other places and and when they during those broadcasts they always show part of the city um you know they'll show like scenic shots or like you know you know if a game is in seattle they'll always show pike, pike place market and people throwing fish and all that stuff and like you know it's kind of if you think about it, a sporting event in the city is is kind of a 3 hour advertisement for for tourism in that city because they always show like uh, aspects of that city and and um if if you have any sort of wanderlust at all you you watch those and go oh that looks pretty cool i should see what it's like in that city so um there there are numerous cities in the united states i've 
wouldn't have bothered to go to if it weren't for the fact that there's a sports team there. Um, so I'm grateful for that experience. And then you know, it's, it's become more of like, you know, wanting to see more of the world because of that. Um, and so like, it, it gets me out off, you know, out of the couch, off my, um, out of the house and motivates me to go see more of the world because I just think like, you know, I mean, it's just, life is just richer that way. I love that. Awesome, Ed. Um, last question is a yes or no question, rapid fire. And then please let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, will you wake up at 2 a.m. to watch any of the World Cup games next this month? Absolutely. 2 a.m. Dang. Yes. <laughs> Please record them for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll recap it for everybody. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And please let everyone know where to find you. Um, so my site is uh, itinerantfan.com. I'll spell that. I-T-I-N-E-R-A-N-T-F-A-N.com. And uh, I have social media handles uh, with that in, in uh, several different places. Um, most active on Instagram. Trying to do the TikTok thing. Um, um, those are the main two right now. Um, and uh, I used to have a Twitter account, but I'm not really that active on there anymore. Um, as as different platforms go, like I try to uh, um, concentrate on one. So like Instagram is probably the main one. Um, and then I'm starting nice. to migrate a little bit. But but every no matter what the platform is, the the handle is itinerant fan. Thank you, Ed, for your inspiration in traveling and going to sporting events. Till the next time. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Ticket to Anywhere podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. If you love travel as much as we do, hit subscribe on our YouTube channel as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Thank you all for your support so far. When you have the time, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love to hear your thoughts and feedback, and it'll help others come across our episodes and hopefully be inspired to travel and adventure anywhere.